Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 Spring Reading Guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things and having fun. In today's episode, we'll be talking all about doing a fourth quarter reading goals check-in because it's never too late to adjust your reading goals. So in this episode, we'll talk about why it's important to review your reading goals, how to do it, and why it's okay to adjust it even at this stage in the game. So whether you're on track to achieve your reading goal or you think you'll be scrambling at the very end, this episode is just for you. Hi readers, welcome again to The Reader's Couch. I'm your host, Victoria Wood, and in today's episode, we're talking all about doing a fourth quarter reading goals check-in, because I firmly believe it's never too late to adjust your reading goals, and life goals for that matter. But anyway, as the year is drawing to a close and we're in the fourth quarter right now, if you're one of those people who are already looking back at what you've accomplished thus far, Maybe you're also looking back at your reading goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. So whether you set a goal to read a certain number of books, to explore a new genre, or to tackle a particular author's works, if you have, now is a perfect time to do a fourth quarter reading goals check-in. So in this episode, we'll be talking all about why it's important to review your reading goals, how to do it, and why it's okay to adjust them. So let's dive in. Okay, so first off, let's just answer the question, why is it important to do a fourth quarter reading goal check-in? Well, I firmly believe that setting reading goals can be a great motivator for both aspiring and avid readers because it gives you something to strive for, it helps keep you accountable, and it enables you to track your progress. However, as the year goes on and life gets busy because 
I mean, it happens. I know that firsthand. It can be super easy to lose sight of those goals or you might find yourself pushing them to the back burner because I know I do that for a fact with my other goals. So that's why I think it's important to do a fourth quarter reading goal check-in. I think it's crucial because it will allow you to reassess your goals and make any necessary adjustments before the year ends. Now, if you're a person who's listening and just saying, well, I hear you, Victoria, but I don't really set reading goals. I don't see why it's necessary or it's important. Or quite frankly, you don't know how to set reading goals. I want to invite you to kind of go back to an earlier episode on the pod. Go back to episode 60, how to set and achieve your reading goals. And in this episode, I really break things down to basics. In this episode, I define what a resolution is, what a goal is, what an intention is, what a plan is, because all these four things are incredibly different. They're similar, but they're different. I also tell you what reading goals are, why they're important. I give you examples of easy reading goals. I help you define your reading goals, making plans to achieve your reading goals, helping you keep track of what you read, reflecting on your reading life, which is essentially what we're doing. We're doing a fourth quarter reading check-in and part of that is reflecting. And of course, how you can take action today. So go back. It's episode 60, how to set and achieve your reading goals. I'll also include a link in the show notes so you can just go straight to that episode and get the resources you need. Okay, so getting back to our fourth quarter reading goals check-in, I have five steps that you can take to check in with your reading life and to see where you are right now. So the first step is to take some time to reflect. I believe that before you kind of dive into the numerical, the genres, the authors, just all the other subsets of goals that you have going on, just take a moment to look back at the books you've read so far this year. Ask yourself, well, what did I enjoy? What did you find fulfilling? What challenged you? What surprised you? And just kind of really sit with what you've done and accomplished so far. So the first step is to take some time to reflect on your reading life. Then step two, after just reflecting on your reading life thus far for this year, then I want you to review your original goals. So go back. What was your original goal? Was it a numerical goal? Was the goal to read 20 books for the year? Was the goal to read all of Stephen King's works? Was the goal to read romance finally or fantasy or some other genre that you don't normally read, nonfiction, hello. Go back to that original goal. Another thing I want you to do is to look to see if any other new goals came up along the way. Because you might have set a goal, let's say, at the beginning of the year, but some new goals came up throughout the year. So take a look to see what your original goal was, see if there were any other new goals that you added on or goals that came up along the way. And also maybe to see if you've already accomplished goals that you might not have been aware of. So again, step two, review your original goal and take a look at other goals you might have set as you were going on throughout the year. Okay, step three, assess your progress. So look at how many books you've read so far and compare it to your original goal. 
This is when you're really going to take a look to see if you're on track to meet your goal. But if you're not on track, don't worry. This is what the check-in is all about. And if necessary, we will make adjustments. So kind of going back to the original goal example I gave of, say, maybe you set a goal to read 20 books, but you've only read five books so far. Okay, but maybe you had another goal to read three romance books. Well, you've read five books. How many of those five books are romance novels? You see where I'm going? Or you had a goal to read Stephen King's works. How many books from that list of five that you've read are authored by Stephen King? So after doing step one, which is reflecting, step two, reviewing your original goal. So that main goal that you set or other goals you set along the way. Now we're assessing what kind of progress have we made towards achieving that goal. Okay. And then step four is my personal favorite, which is adjusting your goals if needed. Now, based on the reflection, based on the original goal, and based on the progress you've made, this is where you decide to make adjustments. Maybe you want to increase or decrease the number of books you aim to read. Or maybe perhaps you want to change the types of genres you want to explore. The key in this step is to be incredibly realistic. Because hey, we're in October, right? We're in the fourth quarter. We have October, November, December, three months before the end of the year and the deadline for you to achieve your reading goals for the year 2023, right? So I want you to take a realistic look at your life and a realistic look at your goals. Because I'm just going to tell you right, right now, Halloween happens at the end of October. That's a busy time time, especially if you have children. I know that firsthand. Then for my American friends who celebrate, there's Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving, for my Jewish friends who celebrate, there's Hanukkah. For my Christian friends who celebrate, there's Christmas. Um, What other celebration? There's Diwali that happens near the end of the year. Um, What's that other holiday? Kwanzaa is happening. The end of November to December is an incredibly busy time. It really, really, really is. I get the least amount of reading done during that little, you know, kind of mashup time. Now, the week of Christmas, because I celebrate Christmas, the week of Christmas, the week of New Year's, you know, I have more flexibility because I don't have to worry about the day job. But I'm just saying it can be an incredibly busy time. So I want you to be realistic. So if you're looking and you have a goal, again, of 20 books to read and you've only read five thus far, it's fair to say you might want to readjust that goal. If you have a goal to read a certain kind of author, a specific author, and you're saying, man, these books are a bit dense, or I'm not in the mood to read any classics right now, again, perfect time to reevaluate and just switch things up. If you decide, you know, I had the best intentions to read romance, but I'm just going to have to call it quits, or I'm just going to read that one book. Why am I hating on romance so much? I need another genre. (laughs) Nonfiction. People struggle with nonfiction unless it's a certain type 
um, of book. But yeah, you had a goal to read, um, you know, five and you've only read one so far and you're just not really feeling it and nothing is calling to your attention right now. Readjust those goals. So be honest about your reading life, but also be honest about your personal life and where you are now and what you have going on. You know, it's sports season, you know, school's back in session, the holidays are coming up. It can get incredibly chaotic and I don't want you to get down on yourself for not achieving your goals. So that's the main reason why I'm telling you. And, you know, if you are feeling doubtful, hopefully this episode gives you permission to adjust your goals if needed. Don't be afraid. The key is to make realistic and achievable adjustments. Okay. Alrighty. And step five is creating a plan. So after you've adjusted your goals, now you can create a plan on how to achieve them. So again, you're trying to read five nonfiction books. You only read one and you can call it quits on the nonfiction or you can just say, you know what, I'm going to readjust my goal from five to two. So now you're down to two. And that means all you need to do now is to read one more nonfiction book for the year and boom, you have achieved your goal. So now you have to make a plan. So if you're like me, you might want to get this out the way sooner rather than later in the year. And I'm just mentioning this now because it was just recently announced But for my American friends who follow, but also international friends, because I know you follow sometimes too, the Read With Jenna book club selected a nonfiction book for their October selection. So there you go. The universe is providing you with that one nonfiction book you need to read, which by the way, the Read With Jenna's nonfiction book club selection is How to Say Babylon by Sophia Sinclair. I absolutely enjoyed that book. If you downloaded the Fall Reading Guide, fallreadingguide.com, and you downloaded the 2023 Fall Reading Guide, you would have seen that I had selected this book as one of my three nonfiction selections. It's a really good book. So if you're on a nonfiction mission, I also endorse that book as well. Really good. It's a memoir, but um, really, really good. So yes, so you need to make a plan, getting back to the episode, create a plan. So after you've adjusted your goals, create a plan on how you will achieve them. If you need to put reading on your calendar, do it. If you need to create a list of books that you can feasibly read, that you're interested in, do it. If you need to join a book club for accountability, do it. And again, join the Biblio Lifestyle community and the Bring Your Own Book Club. Shameless plug. Link is in bio. But whatever you need to do to have some accountability, to have some clarity, just do it. Because having a plan can help you stay on track and make your reading goals more attainable. So yeah, make a plan. So readers, those are the five things I'm recommending that you do for your fourth quarter reading goals check-in. Number one, take some time to reflect. Two, review your original goals. Three, assess your progress. Four, adjust your goals as needed. And five, create a plan to achieve them. Okay, so I know there's someone probably listening who's saying, but that's cheating. You're adjusting your reading goals. You should not be doing that. You set the goal at the beginning. You need to commit. Well, actually, I'm here to say 
No. It's okay to adjust your goals and it's okay to adjust it even at this point in the fourth quarter in your reading goal journey. I 100% support adjusting it at any time as you need to because number one, reading is not a competitive sport. Now, I guess it can be to some degree. It depends on how serious you take it. But for me, I don't really take it that seriously. Reading for me is fun. Reading is a way to escape. And on the side, it's a great way to learn and discover new things. But because we have such incredibly busy lives, I want reading to be that thing that you look forward to, that you can unwind with, that you can slow down with, and also just have a good time and something that you feel incredibly happy doing. You know, so for me, reading is not a competitive sport. That's not what I'm encouraging and promoting here. So why is it okay to adjust your reading goals at this point in the game? Because life happens. Life is unpredictable and sometimes we need to adjust our reading goals due to unforeseen circumstances because sometimes it happens. I mean, you could have started a new job, you could have just moved house, maybe you had a busy semester at school, your family just welcomed a new baby and with all that going on, reading had to take a back seat and that's perfectly fine. I mean, don't beat up yourself about it. You know, again, reading's not a competitive sport. Because for me, the whole point of setting a reading goal is not to stress yourselves out about having to achieve this thing, but it's just rather something to enhance your reading life. It's something to help keep you accountable, something that you can track. So if necessary, adjust your goals and do it. Do it without any guilt at all. Because again, These goals are meant to motivate you, it's meant to inspire you, and to help you on your exploration of new books and new stories. So it's incredibly important, I can't stress it enough, to be flexible with your goals and adjust them as necessary. So hey, if you've been super busy and preoccupied with life, It's okay to lower your numerical reading goal. But alternatively, if you've been reading a lot more than even you anticipated, it's okay to set a higher and more ambitious goal. So again, it's, you know, I want you to do what you want, uh, do what works for you. The most important thing is that we're flexible on either sides of the divide. So whether you're lowering or you're increasing your reading goal, the key is to be flexible. So readers, as we approach the end of the year, I hope you'll take some time to do a fourth quarter reading goals check-in. I want you to reflect on your progress, adjust your goals if needed, and then create a plan to achieve them that's feasible and realistic for you at this time. Remember, it's never too late to adjust your goals. And what matters is that you continue reading and growing as a reader. So friends, that's it. That's all for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, if you haven't already, I hope you'll take a few seconds to give this podcast a five-star rating and review. It really helps the show. It keeps me going. But more than anything, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm really looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. 
Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.